Welcome to Mohani Love Podcast. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, so (laughs) like I always say, my podcast is conversational, just like you're having a conversation with one of your friends. (laughs) So days that I don't do a podcast, I don't feel like talking. Who talk all the time every day? I mean, I did say my name was Walkie Talkie, but (laughs) so today I want to talk about um, taking people's kindness for weakness. I'm sure that we've all experienced either someone taking your kindness for weakness And then you actually taking someone kindness for weakness. I think we've all played both sides uh, in that situation. Um, And some of us still play it, I guess, if the other person doesn't say anything. That's just something that um, I wanted to talk about. Um, Being kind, that's something that everybody feels it should be inbred in everyone. In which a lot of us it is. I'm almost sure everyone has a time. Even even the meanest person you know have been kind to something or somebody in their lifetime. But the person that, let me tell you, no. Let me tell you about the most dangerous person that's kind. Check this out. So I'm going to set up a scenario for you. Like a situation. So let's say someone does you a favor from their heart. I mean, like they actually take their life situation and no matter what they were going through, they threw that, they threw it away. They said, forget about what I'm going through. Forget about my kids. Forget about. So I'm going to give you all my attention, give you everything that you need to help you. And they genuinely did it from their heart. Like, and you... The person that's on the receiving end starts to look at the situation as an opportunity to like, well, listen, and you know, if it's more than one person, people start yapping in your ear like, oh, if you could get them to do that, get them to. So this person that is doing all of this stuff for someone from their heart, then is stringing along, stringing along for years. And the person's really like in there. I mean, at, at one point, the person is saying, nah, this person is too good to be true. Or another point, they'll say, oh no, this person is a fucking fool. Yes, fucking fool. Um, So we just going to use that person and use that person and use that person. Well, this is what you, uh, this is what I believe. People that give from their heart like that, they have angels and ancestors by their side that maybe sometimes are trying to turn them the other way but they feel so strongly about helping that they just keep on going keep on going because they really believe in their heart they believe in the person that they're helping I guess that's the best way to put it and the person that's on the receiving end String it along, string it along, string it along, string it up. You see how many times I said that? Like, they just keep on. And then the person on the giving and is like, oh, no, I can't do this no more. I have to stop and think about me, especially if this person have other, uh, 
obligations that they put on hold to help someone else. Can you imagine? Now, now let me just paint the picture. So the person on the receiving end is stringing it along. And then this is the biggest thing. When the person who's giving get pissed off and start complaining about it and say something to them, they blame them. Oh, it's your fault. Why'd you do it? Oh, we don't we all know people like this? Haven't we all came across a person like this? Like they'll blame you for helping them if it don't work out. Well, it's your fault. Well, you should have stopped when. Well, why'd you even do it? Why'd you even get? I mean, it's crazy. Instead of saying, you know what? I I fucked up and I was using you. Right? But no, they don't want to do that. So they just want to keep it going and keep it going. Right? Listen, listen. But you know what makes who's the most dangerous person? So imagine the person stringing this person along. We're going on one year, two year, three year, four year, five years. But they're doing the same lame game to the person, right? And then at that very, this very moment, the person just pull it all back. Shut down completely. Can you imagine that the person, whatever state the person was in previously... They'll be in the worst state at this point because the person is no longer providing. They're not being an enabler. And especially if the person had narcissistic ways that they had to deal with the way they would talk to them and stuff like that, then they have like a lot of things that they have to deal with in life. And, you know, in my book, Broken Pieces, in a couple of my books, I kind of talk about a whole lot of situations like that to where you know when I talk about love and we have to do everything with love and try to be giving but be giving to a point to where you're not being used and I and I just know that um I feel as though if we can be more loving and we can respect give and take you know what I mean the world would be so much better but It's the energy that we have as the people who we can't love. We can't love the way we should, especially I'm black. So especially my people, I wish I could just go through all of our souls and just put that loving for us to love each other more. You know, um, it also brings me to family. I notice with family. And I don't know. Listen, I can only speak about my race. I can't speak for all races because I'm only one race. But I wonder why if you have a family member that's embarking on any kind of business, whether it's businesses, whatever, whatever. There's never no support from family, but yet they'll support an outsider or support a friend first. And I don't know what that is. This is a true story. You can literally... Um, look at other people YouTubes I hear a lot of people talking about that and then it made me think about like oh is this why when you see a lot of successful people like you won't see their family or you you won't see certain people like if you knew somebody who became successful and then you're like oh well why they cousin they didn't do this and that you know I just believe that when a person is working on something and listen it is not mandatory that you do this it's just something in your heart that should be there as family like look for example I got a cousin with a t-shirt line but no I'm gonna buy the t-shirt from this online store that I saw but my cousin actually have the same t-shirt even if the t-shirt is a little bit more expensive on the strength of being 
fam, that's where I'm a buyer from. Now that's me. Like that, those are the rules that I live by. But it's funny. I remember growing up, um, cause I'm very rare. I'm a rare individual. I remember, um, things would go down, right? And I would be really hurt. And I remember my mother would say, everybody's not like you. And, and, and I mean, listen, it took a long time for me to really gain an understanding about what she meant. Because I would go and think about everybody not like me. What she mean? I feel like, yes, you supposed to. Um, if, if, if your sister got to go somewhere and she, somebody got to keep her baby. Yes, if you're not working and you're available, you supposed to go keep her baby. That's the kind of family and the love that I put out that's what I'm building with in my home these are the things that I look for but I started to really look listen I'll be 50 Christmas Eve and I'm telling you I'm just like (laughs) I'm just connecting this thing with time and love and space and understanding that everyone's not on the same mission as far as family and and the way you should do family and and I'm only you know I'll be honest is that the way I was raised, my parents raised us that way. Are you kidding me? Your brother and sister come first. You will never, ever let a friend step in to do anything. We were raised that way. I mean, with the Sunday morning uh, breakfast, every Sunday we sat at the table, ate dinner. Every evening we sat at the table, ate dinner. But Sundays were mandatory. You know, my parents really had a structure. Like we were structured growing up. We ate on portion plates. That's another thing because... Cause my mother kept everything in order. Our weight, our, our dream. She, she, her and my father, and they were working, you know, middle class. We weren't low income, wasn't a low income family. But, um, to say that, what I noticed is that, you know, you can have four kids, right? And you can raise them all the same, but one or two of them, maybe three, you'll be lucky if all three of them do it, but they'll really, those, they will really, uh, mentally hold on to what you taught them. Um, and I really held on to it about family and, you know, um, you do this and you do that and family and family's important. But what I'm learning is that (laughs) the way I am, I'm rare because I really don't think it's too many of me walking around like that. That would give their last or, okay, I really was doing this, but nope, I'm going to stop what I'm doing for me. And I'm going to help you because you asked me like, damn, that's asinine at this point. Like, that's how I really see it. Oh, I see being that way. So guys, I had to make a couple of changes and I mean that's where all the self-love stuff pop up at yeah 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 yeah. I got that I got that but I I could never fathom considering that someone who wasn't related was more family to me than my family like that that's like what oh no you're not blood you're not you don't carry Dixon you're not you're not in the fam and you're not fam that's just how I was raised you know um but now when I think about it, um, yeah, there's there are they can be people that's outside of your family that treat you more like family should. 
And I'm learning that. Um, another thing, I'm a very private person. I learned that too from my family. You will never catch the next door neighbor in my mother's apartment. And I'm the same way. We're private. We don't, you know, we don't be out there gossiping about the lady on the second floor and about, nah, we're not about that. Um, and I really love my life this way, private. I, I mean, listen, I like parties, you know. I, I, I used to give like a party once a year or something like that. But um, privacy is important, especially today. Uh, but... I am understanding so many different things. See, all the time with life and understanding, it isn't an age thing. Like a person to say, aren't you old enough to where you should know better than this? A lot of people really don't know better. And I I, I think we have to gain it, like understand, okay, they're this way. Well, you can't really, you know, a lot of people have a habit of saying, oh, she's that way because of this. And the evil woman is always a certain way because she didn't have no sex or I don't have a man. I don't want to believe that anymore because a person could be a certain way they are because they are that way. Um, you really can't classify why people do the things they do if you're not them. You you know, would you go by the gossip you hear? Even if, you know, you you were around them long enough, you, you, you could guess. But you never really know. So... Like I said, when I don't when I don't call my podcast, it's because it's I don't have nothing to talk about. No, I listen, I always have something to talk about. But you know, you gotta kinda I'm careful in with certain things that I discuss because you know, I'm not out here to hurt anyone. I'm out here to heal. You know what I'm saying? Be healing, don't be hurtful. Uh-oh. That's one of my next projects. Yes. I'd rather be a healer. Um, But there are a lot of people out here that would rather be hurtful. And when you're a healer, you have to really try to understand. Like, it's hard to understand. Like, why? Why they do that? Or why? You got me? Why you do that? But... Uh, the main thing I think impo- that's very important too is um, one of the main things when you're raising kids and they're watching you and you're a healer and you're helping so many people from your heart and you're not you know um, receiving anything back from that help and everything is not always financial sometimes it's just about uh seeing others be really appreciative um you know but life is full of learn and still learning lessons and that's something that we all will continue to do on earth (laughs) as long as we are receptive to learning many people aren't you know A lot of people are receptive to blaming and that's what we can't, we can't be that way. It has a lot to do with your heart, man. You know, if you, if you wrong, own up to it. I remember I take this with, you know, I want to talk about this before I, um, yeah, you hear me scrunching out paper, cleaning stuff up. (laughs) I remember my father told me if you a real woman, when you don't have to lie and you're a real man when you don't have to lie 
And that stuck to me. Like, wow, that really makes sense. You know, you don't, you, you can own up to whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever your actions were, because you're a woman or you're a man. You don't have to play games on people. Keep everything love. Come on, y'all. I know we can do it. It's all about love. You can pick up my mask on my website, mohani.love, M-O-H-A-N-N-I dot L-O-V-E. That's all you have to type in. Also, on Amazon, my books, um, you type in Nikel Dixon, N-I-K-E-L-D-I-X-O-N. One of my books is all about love. You can find your bathroom sheets, everything with the same... Um, <laughs> the same logo and listen guys enjoy your day you have we have some holidays coming up make the best of them that you can and keep the negativity out your life keep it out your way you don't have time for that in your path all these great holidays okay and always remember i love you